Craig Miller now is a new arts organisation. Its new building is intended to provide a home for the Craig Miller archives, not least those of the Arts Festival which began there in the 1960s and did so much to improve the lives of the community, to bring fun and colour into the area and to be the catalyst for change which saw local people start to become seriously involved in improving their own lives rather than having to accept what the politicians decided for them. When I met up with Rachel Cloten and Andrew Crummy, Andrew's mother Helen was one of the founders of the festival, I started by asking Rachel about the objectives of the charity. Craig Miller has got this incredible history, especially over the last hundred years, and this year is the centenary anniversary of Craig Miller joining the city of Edinburgh. So it's quite timely as well to launch a new project that relates to that. So our idea is that we will create a home for the local archives in the area so that people can access them and, and see everything that's happened, and also very much in that spirit of what happened in the past, particularly in terms of community arts, will deliver an art programme for the area that will hopefully bring everyone together, get everybody involved, just as the history of the areas has shown how successful that can be in the past. You're talking about the archive, just mm -hmm. how extensive is that archive? We don't actually know because we know there's some things at the moment that are held in the thistle that belonged, to, well, that was collected by a man called Johnny Stanton, who's now part of the Craig Miller Now team. We know there's that, but we also know, especially in the process of bringing this project together, that lots of other people have come forward and said, well, I've, I have some things, whether that's organisations or individuals, that they want other people to see, but there hasn't been a platform for it until now. So we don't actually know how big it is, which is quite exciting, but also why I think we're also really hoping the community will help us get involved in actually bringing this archive together and preserving it and being the custodians of it over long term. So the more publicity that goes out, mm -hmm. the more the chance you have of actually people coming forward and saying, hey, I've got this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we really want to get the word out. I mean, the project's only going to work if we can get the whole community behind it. So definitely, we'd love people to get in touch with us and let us know what they have. There's also an archivist on board the um, project. So, you know, we have got the sort of professional expertise as well as hopefully getting all of the local voices involved so that we can make this a really big, successful project. So is it primarily works of art that you're collecting or are there other things as well? Because one can imagine it's actually quite a diverse range of things that could form that archive. Yeah, absolutely. So right now we've got all the scripts from the Festival Society productions. We have a really amazing range of photographs taken by Angela Catlin, who trained as a photographer during the sort of CFS heyday in the 70s. And we've got a lot of photographs by John Brown as well, which I think you could consider artworks in their own right as well as them being documentation for a lot of the productions and activity that happened during the Festival Society days. There's all of the recordings so from the songs, the musicals and we've got props such as things that were in the theatre productions but also costumes that people wore during the... So incredibly does it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of stuff and it's not just the CFS, there's also a lot of things. So we've got pots from the old creameries that are in the area. We don't want it just to be about the CFS, though I think that is the sort of area of the arts that I'm particularly interested in. Rachel has just mentioned the Craig Miller Festival Society, which is founded by Helen Crummy. Well, I'm joined also by her son, Andrew. Andrew, just how important is this project in maintaining the legacy that your mother created? 
The legacy that my mother and the women of Craig Miller created started in the early 60s has over the many years gone global and it has influenced and been talked about and copied over many places. There's a whole spider web of different people, groups and things that all come back are linked to Craig Miller and the Craig Miller Festival Society. So it's much more important than people are not maybe not aware of, from academics to actors and famous musicians, etc., to ordinary people and people from Craig Miller who came through Festival Society and then, as Rachel said, went on to do uh, other things uh, around the world. So there's a whole story there to be told, which is really interesting. Also, the the current regeneration of Craig Miller, which has been going on for the last 20 years, was really started by the Festival Society in 76 with their comprehensive plan for action. So what you see in Craig Miller now is not necessarily what they, their vision, but was part of that vision that they, the, the people of Craig Miller wanted in 1976. A good, safe place to live, basically. Yes, it was about caring and sharing, and it was about creating a place where children and families can grow in a healthy, positive, supportive environment. Now, one of the things that you yourself personally are involved with is the Craig Miller's tapestry, all of which may end up in this particular project. The idea at the moment is the Craig Miller tapestry will go to the Newcastlebury High School, but it may end up, because of what's happened at the art Centre, part of it may end up there as well. But the reason why it's important is because I, did the great ta- I designed the Great Tapestry of Scotland, and that really is another version of a community arts project that you would have got in Craig Muller. So I personally feel it's important to the Craig Muller Tapestry to pay uh, respect and homage to to the people of Craig Muller because that's where this idea really came from, this way of where, where lots of people work together creatively to produce answers and artworks and envision for the future. So what in- actually is going to be included within the Craig Muller Tapestry? Well, the history of Craig Miller from the very beginning of the standing stone that's in Craig Miller right up to hopefully the present day. Because of the statue of my mother that's in Craig Miller, everybody thinks that my mother started the Craig Miller Festival Society, but it's a much more complex story. It's really about mostly women in Craig Miller looking after their bairns, wanting to do something positive in the area, but also other men are involved as well, like David Brown and Paul Nolan, etc., but a lot more than that. So there's a lot of people to mention It's a really big story and a really important story of how people can come together to create a vision for how they want to change their lives. It's the important thing about if you really want to get things done, you have to do them bottom-up, not top-down. That's right, and you have to do it in a positive way. And the way the festival did it was through the arts, it was through telling their story. But instead of going out and protesting and shouting at people, they would play the violin, they would uh, sing and dance, they would do uh, drama scenes. So it was, it was a positive way of changing, but it was about people coming together, very much so. Now, going back to the subject of your mother just for a moment, because one of the sad things when you got into St Andrew's Church was there was a memorial to her which seems to have disappeared somewhere. Yeah, there was a plaque that was there, part of the Women of Achievement plaque from the mid-90s and it's gone, which is really sad because that was that was part of a, quite a, a trail that went through Edinburgh and the one plaque that was in Craig Miller was to my mother in the art centre, so if you could find that, that would be great. I have to say that the renovation of the art centre now is absolutely stunning. 
Yeah, it's really beautiful what they've done. I went there when it was when it was a church when I was really young. I used to get sent there every Sunday. I actually got married in there 22 years ago when it wasn't a church, but because it was the community arts centre. So my personal linkage with that building goes back almost all my life. Well, let me turn back briefly to Rachel. Where do we go from here? Because you're not opening immediately, are you? No, so right now we are in the process of finalising the lease. So we're looking at a 10-year lease and then we have a six-month period where we're going to try and do all the fundraising to get the projects off the ground and then get the money so that we can run projects that really involve the community. So we're looking at a July opening right now. How optimistic are you getting to? Very optimistic. I really do think there's so much in this project that will be of interest to so many people and I think it's really important not just locally because the history in Craig Miller is of huge local interest but I also think it's nationally it's really significant if not internationally when you look at how many people have gone through Craig Miller grown up there and then now are doing things across the world so I really believe that there's there's a really good reason for people to fund this for lots of different reasons. Later this year, Craig Miller Now's first major exhibition will be a celebration of the centenary which brought the area into the city of Edinburgh back in 1920. But it aims to provide local people with a focal point, one which will perhaps be central to Craig Miller's future.